Welcome, Fantasy Sports Collective Podcast. It's your host, J-Dub. This is episode number six. We're going to talk about fantasy football values and top prospects today with uh, special guest Jables. Um, this comes from the lens of a long-time auction-based league, which which did its auction two weeks ago. 16 teams, uh, $500 salary cap, you get long-term contracts. It's an intense league. And one of the things that comes out of that is... Who are the anomalies? Who are the sort of the values that are that are popping up based on you know perception of teams, uh, early camp reports, things of that nature, which you can leverage in your league. So just enjoy the content and listen for your players' uh, names. I will call out Darius Geis as a top prospect for us. I did not edit that out. NFL is a brutal sport. Football in general is brutal. It's part of the it's part of the game. So unfortunately for Darius Geis, his season's over um, and he's no longer a top prospect at this point. But maybe next year. Well, here. Hope you enjoy the content on the flip side. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Don't get you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Don't get you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Okay, excited for uh, Jables to join us here. We're going to talk uh, auction dynamic and specifically one one um, one auction dynamic in the Palto Fantasy Football League. Um, we're going to cover top prospects, kind of best prospects that were acquired in this auction format, um, and then best values. So there's going to be typically more stars at good price points. Just the context, I'll do this in the I did this in the intro too, but just to to uh, reiterate. This is a league that's been going on for over 30 years, 16 teams, super flex format. So you, the best starting lineups, two quarterbacks. We have a $500 salary cap um, and there's long-term contracts. So some of the guys we'll mention today were, were potentially gotten a year or two ago, but they're just great values. Uh, a great example of that would be quarterback Case Keenum, who's, who's at $4, which is the minimum bid is a dollar. So $4 for a starting quarterback. Um, let alone someone who could be top 15 is, is incredible value. So, um, well, I would love to introduce Jables again. He's a repeat uh, guest. Excited to have you on. Hey, thanks for having me back. Probably all those hits from the first time, you know, you're probably mandatory for me to get the invite back. So thanks a lot. appreciate it. There was a clamoring from our audience of about 35, 40. Um, so. <laughs> Bring him back. Bring him back. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so we're going to jump right into it. Um, no, no reason to waste time here. Um, let's start with uh, best prospects. I think those are the, the areas. So the criteria here really are who are the players locked in either at really, really cheap prices um, that have a clear, discernible kind of upside and opportunity or just star, like the future stars, right? And I think there's, on both of our lists here, we're going to have quite a few players that are, are going to be stars. Um, let's try to keep it to roughly five-ish. You can go a little bit more if you want. Um, but why don't you kick it off? Who are, who are your kind of top prospects um, from this from this year's auction? Well, I think you would agree that this year was an anomaly, a rookie draft where you have 16 picks, one from each team. Not necessarily each team gets it because it's an asset, so it could be traded. So there's the possibility of a team having multiple rookie picks, but one representative uh, each pick for each team, so 16. And I think this year it was a very, very, very deep draft in that those players were desirable um, all the way through, but specifically up until maybe like the 12th or 13th picks. Um, with that being said, and to your question, some, some prospects that have 
are going to be very intriguing. Um, I'm going to be very broad on this, uh, but again, it goes back to my point of of the depth in this draft. These need to be these need to pan out. But when you have the likes of Sam Darnold, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield um, for quarterbacks coming in at an automatic fifty five dollars, um, those could easily all pan out as well as if one or, or you know just two of them do $55 for that quarterback for a quarter for a team to be able to keep the rights to that guy for the next three six years um, I think was huge I think the same could be said for most of those running backs um, the Darius guys Rashad Penny uh, Ronald Jones Royce Freeman um, I was fortunate to get carry on Johnson maybe he's not in that first four but I've just given you seven names um, of all the running backs and quarterback high desirable positions that were all taken at $55 so what's that saying is that they were uh, desired as well as the potential is there and any one of those do- uh, opportunities um, would benefit any team yeah and that's well said um, there's uh it was a strong uh, upper echelon in the draft this year. Um, so it, it just just cut to the chase. I think my top five probably a little bit different. I've got a, a flavor of, of players who, um, you know, have been in the league for a year. Um, but my top kind of young guys are uh, Josh Rosen, um, Lamar Jackson, uh, Sony Michelle, Darius Geis, uh, obviously Barkley uh, is right there. Um, some of the, the couple of the guys I would throw out there that are, that are not new, but I think are, are tremendous prospects given value. So AJ McCarron's a great example of that at $17 that if he can develop and showcase what he did in the sec and what he's done as kind of an average starter in, in spot, spot, uh, spot starts with Cincinnati in Buffalo. I think it's a long shot, but price point wise, it's a, a tremendous value. Agreed. Um, especially that he's on my team. Yeah, and then uh, you know Evan Ingram's another guy. Obviously, he played pretty well as a rookie, but he could explode this year and have uh, and be a kind of a top two or three tight end um, slash hybrid receiver. Uh, I really like John Ross at ten. It's a really good, really good uh, price point as well. Um, tremendous upside there. Um, you know, there's a few others. Uh, Chris Carson's a great value. Um, you know, he's obviously uh, likely going to be behind Penny, but if he gets 50% of the time at a, at a dollar in this league is, is tremendous and has showed quite a bit. So those are top, top prospects. Um, I would like to throw in uh, Hayden Hurst, um, as another one that I would like to pull out again. I, I was kind of broad in naming the, the high demand positions of wide receiver and quarterback. On those were all fifty-five dollars, uh, but Hayden Hurst as a low-priced uh, tight end coming out of uh, the Baltimore offense with hopefully a little bit of Lamar Jackson utilizing him or going to him. You saw that last night in the preseason game. Um, I think that could be one steal as well. So that's an example of recency bias. Just want to call it out. We saw, we saw that game last night. Um, okay. Let's switch to best values. Um, so again, these are folks that can be young, but it's going to be. Uh, it's really going to be price point um, sensitive uh, because at the end of the day, it's it's who are the, the players that are providing kind of the most value at a, the best possible price. Um, so who, who you've got on, on your list? This is not stretching it, but this is the, the depth of this league that really proves itself. I mean, I, I think that there's two individuals that really kind of I'm calling for long shots, but uh, Cameron Meredith, uh, picked up by one of our teams for $14, um, sat out last year with an ACL injury, uh, going down to new Orleans, um, 
being the second receiver possibly there. Obviously, we know Drew Brees likes to spread it out. I think Cameron Meredith at $14. He, I had him on my, uh, my sheet. Um, was bummed that I didn't get him, but I think that could be one steal um, of the draft. Um, also, in a, in a running back by committee or still to evolve as the who's going to be the starter, I think Ty Montgomery. Um, of course, I'm a little biased because I took him here at $14, similar to Cameron Meredith. Um, I think that could be one steal of the draft um, with that prolific offense. Uh, you talked about A.J. McCarron. Um, I think that was a, a steal. And uh, I'm glad that you referenced that some of these are some existing contracts. Um, let me go ahead and give you a couple before uh, you, you jump in. But uh, Robbie Anderson at $1 with the Jets um, and uh, Rex Burkhead, $20. Um, a lot to be proven in New England. I think you're going to see much more of a balance attack, not just so Tom Brady heavy. So Rex Burkhead at 20 bucks, I think, is a nice deal. Yeah, we, we're in agreement on Rex Burkhead. Um, and one of the things I'll call out, I, I think we're seeing this in the MFL 10s and a bunch of the, the drafts going on. There's a there's a, a loophole, uh, I think, within the fantasy community around kind of tier two wide receivers and then um, these these basically committee slash third down backs. You know, and we saw it in, in this auction where you had guys like Gio Bernard, Rex Burkhead, um, you know, a theoretics, these are serviceable flex kind of RB threes or on the wide receiver side, kind of solid RB or wide receiver three flex guys all go under market. So on my list, I got Pierre Garcon, Emmanuel Sanders and Julian Edelman all went at 12. I think those are all really solid barring health and, and or further suspension on the Edelman side. You're talking about like every week starters in, in a traditional kind of 12 plus team league. Um, with some solid upside, particularly with Garcon and, and Jimmy Garoppolo and then Edelman, obviously, when he's on the field in a PPR league in particular is, is, a, is a must start. Um, and then you saw it tier two, like Ryan Grant is almost locked into the number two role in Indianapolis uh, with a healthy luck. That's going to be a steal that he went at two dollars in this league. Um, one of my favorite deals by by a wide margin uh, was. Um, is Tariq Cohen at five. I think he's another, he falls into that, you know, RB three flex kind of spot, but at $5 in a 500 salary cap uh, league, it's a really cheap price for a guy that's likely going to be an every week starter. Um, I've also got Marlon Mack at, at 16 um, kind of falls in again, that RB three flex. Um, and then I, and then the last one, Devonte Parker is something that people have been talking about, uh, but he's obviously amazing. Um, on the high end in our league, it's pretty clear to me Alvin Kamara at 28, was, which was a deal last year, so they walked into a multi-year contract here with Alvin Kamara as a steal, right? He's a top five kind of superstar, if you will. And then my favorite deal, but that's because I'm, I'm biased and I'm a huge uh, a local fan here in the Bay Area, but Jimmy Garoppolo at 37. Steal. It's a steal. I mean, in our league, uh, in this particular league with Superflex, quarterbacks are the most valuable uh, uh, position and you're paying kind of a hundred for like the middle of the road. I was just going to say for your second quarterback, man, if you can get one for 55 to 70, you're super excited that Garoppolo contract. He's obviously your number one quarterback. So leaves a lot of room for you to spend at the second one and, and come out with two quarterbacks at you know, less than a hundred dollars. That's, that's huge. Yeah. And then the other ones I just have on my list real quickly uh, are the sort of star top five backs at 55 or less. So you got David Johnson at 55, Leonard Fournette at 55. He still needs to kind of take a step forward, but he I think he's got that next gear. 
Um, Keenan Allen at 35 at wide receiver is a great deal. Saquon Barkley at 55 is is definitely a big opportunity. And then Mark Ingram at 52. Yes, he's suspended for a few weeks, uh, but the guy's consistent. New Orleans just pumps out uh, offensive talent. So that's the that's the gist. Um, anything else you want to add? No, I think it's a good summation. It'll be fun to see how this pan out. Yeah, I'm excited. So the rest of the August, you know, watch how those 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 positions of of uh, sort of opportunity uh, pan out, particularly the RB three kind of a scat back, third down receiving backs, and the tier two wide receivers. I think there's some great value there in drafts. So, well, Jables, thank you, Vane, for uh, joining us. Excited to have you on, and excited to to bring you back in a, in a few weeks. I appreciate it. It's fun to evaluate this and talk for a few minutes. Cool. Take care. Have a great day, everybody. Bye bye. Late. Before we leave, let me tell y'all a little something. Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. I said uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up.